listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red. And I have with me, as always, my ride or dies. Miss Dijon, not Dijon, Monique. <laughs> What's up, world? It's your girl. Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lilly is not here with us today. Aww. No, Pip. Womp, womp. <laughs> but we shall carry on. Yes, we will. Hold we it do. down for him. That's right. And you know what that means, right? What? Everybody gets to Google that bitch? No. <laughs> oh, what? what? That means we get to talk even more. Yay! <laughs> right? <laughs> That's good, because I got something to say. Do you? Yes. Okay. I got what, some... What you got I, to say? I had a crazy couple of days, okay? okay. So... I, I did my first um, cannabis expo this weekend, or can, a cannabis festival, where I had sold my edibles there, and I was up all night baking until like six in the morning. I didn't go to sleep till like the morning so time. Question. So, so the the cannabis uh, baked goods is this like a side hustle for you? Yeah. Well, this is my business that I'm trying to start. Oh, okay. See, I did not get that. I thought that you were just doing all this just, you know. For fun? For yourself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just to get but, high. Yeah, just to get yeah, Just to get high. It's like, okay, you know, it's cheaper if you make it yourself and, you know, you like doing it or something and that's where you would. But this is a business that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, okay. this is my business. So, I, yeah. So, when I started off, I was just like doing small catering for like my friends and then like word of mouth. And then I decided like, hey, you know what? It's catching on. Let me try and get in it, especially now that it's becoming legal in so many states. So, this weekend was my first one. I did one yesterday. I did really good. I sold out completely of my Rice Krispie treats. I had a girl come back and she bought like seven or like 10 of them. Um, and then other people kept on coming back and buying like three or four Rice Krispie treats all in a time. So those went really, really fast. Um, I had trail mix. I had the cupcakes. The lemon cupcakes went pretty good. Cinnamon roll cupcakes, chocolate brownie cupcakes, um, unicorn popcorn. Damn. That's, mm-hmm, that's what I brought you a sample of today, mm-hmm. Dino. That's the kettle corn with caramel, Oreos, nuts. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Damn, that's well, really thank good. You so much. Of course, of course. So, so sweet. Yes. So when I was packaging up everything uh, Saturday morning, I was like, you know what? Hey, let me leave one at home because I didn't really get a chance to like, you know, really eat one. Right. So I left one. I sat it on the table in the living room and I left. 
went and did my thing, soaked the edibles, came back home, did my dog eat the edible that I left on the table. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. Jack ate my fucking edible, and he was high, high, <laughs> high, high. Did you get any of it on video? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. My go on my wait. Instagram. Go I on my Instagram. Wait. You guys check it out. You Jack was high. high. You got Jack high on video on Instagram. I didn't get Jack high. Listen. Jack got himself high. Well, I mean, Let's make I mean, that clear. What I mean was you, you captured it I on captured video. I captured that shit. Yes, I captured oh, it. I can't wait to him see losing that. his him he no, he wasn't losing his mind. He lost his mind. Oh he God. threw up everywhere. Oh. <laughs> That's how you know he was high. What what exactly did he eat? The brownie? No, he ate the trail mix. The trail mix. Oh, how much? He ate like a third. A third of it. So uh, he ate a third. Like what? That's a hundred like milligrams. Cups or like three cups. Or no, it's that? it's a cup. It's a cup, um, in the in the trail mix. So he ate about a third of a cup. Wow. Of trail about, mix. about a third of a cup of of of, of marijuana. Of marijuana trail wow, mix. Wow, that is crazy. Yes, and I don't even think dogs aren't supposed to eat chocolate. It had chocolate chips. They're not. It had coconut in there. It had. Graham, I don't know. He just he ate that. He ate yeah, it. Yeah. He ate it. Oh he and then God. he and then he was throwing up and then he was high. His heart he was shaking and trembling. He couldn't walk straight. <laughs> he couldn't walk. He didn't walk straight. He couldn't walk side to side. Yeah, he was like <laughs> swerving and then swerving back and then he kept on bumping into stuff and then he couldn't lift. He couldn't get his balance to stand on three legs to pee. Wow. Because I was trying because I made him go for a walk. I was like, no, come on, you're gonna walk it walk it off. Come on, yeah. let's go get some air. So I took him outside we're trying to go for a walk and jack was walking and then the cars were passing he was just staring at everything he kept stopping and looking behind us he was paranoid (laughs) (laughs) yes he was he was so high he couldn't even lift he couldn't even get on three legs to pee wow that is crazy and then eventually he just stopped walking and he gave up and he just looked at me like this is the end and I just picked wow. him up and took him back home. My baby was so high. People were looking at him. I was like, my dog ate edible. And they were like, he looks he looks like something's not right. Yeah. <laughs> looked, Jack was, he was turned high. up. Go. Turn look. up for what? <laughs> okay. Okay. Jack my poor like, baby. Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, that's what you get. That's what you get. I didn't even reprimand him or anything. No. I didn't. I just left him. And he... He was just staring off into the corners, into the walls for minutes at a time. I would be like, Jack, Jack. But dogs and the way their mind works and intelligence levels and everything, it's impossible for him to make the connection. Like Mm -hmm. he'll never, he'll never realize like, okay, I ate this and that's why I feel like this. So I shouldn't eat that again. He won't. If you put it out there, he'll eat it again. I don't think so. I think he would. I bet money on it. I don't think so. I bet money on it. Jack, I don't think so. I do. I don't. I don't think he'll ever eat that ever again. I bet you he will. I don't think he will. I don't. I. I don't think he will. I think you should test it and see. I will. And come back and tell us. I will. Be honest. Now. Here we go. Experiment. Have me experiment on my dog. Him, you don't have to actually let him eat it, but just put it out there and see if he will. Okay. And if he starts, then just stop him and take it away. But I bet you he will. I bet you he won't. Okay. I bet you he will never eat that again. Jack is not. <laughs> Jack is not your average. I'm just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I understand that. It's just like. Uh, your, you know, kids. Mm-hmm. All the parents, none of the parents ever think their kid is, you know, their kid is different, special. Okay. But, yeah, I don't think Jack is different or special. I think Jack is. You just said he's not the average. No, he's not. But he's <laughs> not the average. But I, but I think that he will have learned his lesson. He was sick. He didn't know what was going on. And I do. He didn't eat the whole thing. He ate some of it. And I think he realized, like, I'm getting high. And then he stopped. 
Because he would have ate the whole thing. <laughs> He's greedy like that. <laughs> so he would have ate the whole thing. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Wow. Keep y'all posted on that one. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, well, we I have... wonder if he enjoyed it, though. I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure. Oh, um, I had a good week. I, uh, well... For the most part, you know, the, the work, the work part of the week was sucky. Mm-hmm. I've been having a bad time at work, but I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But I got to see a good friend and old friend, one of my oldest friends. Uh, we've been friends for 30 years. Oh, and uh, her name's Kimmy. She's like, she's kind of like uh, my little sister. Well, actually yeah. she's older than me, but she's my little sister. Oh, shout out Kimmy. Cause like, I'm just, that's the role we have. She's a little sister. I'm the big brother, Aww. even though she's older. But, uh, yeah, she moved away to Texas. Her and her family mm-hmm. are in Texas now. And she came home to visit. And so while she was here, I took my wife and daughter over to meet to meet her and her mom. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Her mom, oh, she looks so good. I haven't seen Miss Hunt in, like, a million years. And, and she looks the same. She's so pretty. And she just, she's got all this silver hair. Ooh. But she's, like, her skin is so smooth and and she, oh, she's like, I was like, you are too pretty to be all single. <laughs> like, you need you a boyfriend. Did you, you ask her what she do? What, I, I, what I does she do? And she's, you know, oh, I'm setting my ways, and I don't want to. I'm like, you don't have to have a husband. No, I'm, I'm saying, did you ask her what does she do? What oh, did, why does she? No, I just, why she looks so young? It's just her. I think it's just her, her genetics. Genes, her genetics. Yeah, she's not the type to, you know, to primp and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I doubt that she's doing any kind of regimen. Okay. Have a regime. Okay. That just don't seem like her. Mm-hmm. She's very simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure it's just her her genes. Okay, yeah, some people just got like it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, black don't crack. So. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, that was that was that. We had a good time, and uh, my, you know what's funny, Danya? She one minute she does something that makes me feel like, oh, my baby's growing up, and she's not gonna be a baby that much longer. <laughs> then, like for example, she uh, one one day I came home and I could hear her her room is at the front of the house mm-hmm. so upstairs and i can I, some if her windows open i can hear her and she and i know how she sounds when she's playing mm-hmm. you know she plays by herself really well and she you know audible when she's talking to herself and stuff for her little her little animals or dolls or whatever mm-hmm. but then this was different like i'm like she's not she's i'm like i can tell she's talking to a real person mm-hmm. who's she talking to like there shouldn't i'm like i don't see her granny's car you know, like she wouldn't be talking to her, her mommy, you know, I'm like, what's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And so I get in the house. I'm like, Danya, who, who are you talking to? She's like, oh, I'm talking to my friend. What's her name? Veronica or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And so I'm asking questions to make sure Veronica is like an appropriate person. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, who is Veronica? And how right. old is she? And she's like, she's my friend in school. She's in my class. Aww. My best friend. I'm like, oh. Aww. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, you finished your homework and everything? She's like, yes. I'm like, okay. And so I heard she went, she went back to the phone call, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. She goes, um, oh, yes, that was just my dad. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm dad now. I'm not daddy anymore. And you're just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, normally it's just daddy. Just a dad. But then she's talking to her, her little friend from school, and all of a sudden I'm just, oh, that's just, just my dad. dad. That's just my dad. That's, I'm not daddy. I'm just my dad. That's so, just, you're just the dad. And then I was like, oh, like she's growing up. Aww. She's talking on the phone to her girlfriend, and yeah. I'm just dad now, and not daddy. <laughs> But then something happens and I'm like, ah, I still got, she's still my baby. I still got a little <laughs> bit of time left. So last night when she goes, she f- falls asleep on the couch a lot while we're watching, having TV time, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she, I wake her up to go to bed and 
I was going, I went to bed at the same time that she did last night. And so she comes in my room, daddy. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm scared. I'm Aww. like, what, what happened? You haven't, we haven't watched anything scary. Mm-hmm. So why are you, you know, my friends at school been talking about this monster that's been uh, killing people and this and that. He's real. I'm like, honey, Aww. monsters are not real. You know, they're not real. And my wife, she don't play. She won't let her sleep with us. <laughs> like under any. <laughs> under any. Uh-uh. Yeah. See, I. Tough it out. Now, see, I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those parents that believe in like, oh, letting your kid just sleep with you until they're, you know, grown, ten, and all that kind of, you know, fifteen and whatever else. However, these, but I know it's a lot of single women really into like letting their kids sleep with them for a really long time, and then they never want to sleep in their beds. Mm-hmm. But uh, so no. But on the other hand, if she gets up in the middle of the night and has a nightmare or something, I'm cool with you know her sleeping with us, but not not my wife. So she knows that. So she actually <laughs> like. Well, daddy, can daddy come sleep in my bed tonight? And Aww. like, cause I'm scared. And I was like, all right, all right. So, <laughs> so I went and slept with her. And I'm lucky I didn't get sick because her little boat started coughing and stuff in the middle of the night. I'm like, are you getting a cold? She's like, I think, I think it might just be some cake in my throat or something. I'm some like, cake? Yeah, cause <laughs> from her dessert that she ate, like, you know, like didn't go down all the way or something. I'm like, that don't sound like no cake cough to me. I'm like, mm-mm, you stay on your side of the bed. Don't don't be crossing over and mm-mm, like. Donya, <laughs> not cake. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't think that's no cake. And so I got up. I got up pretty early. Mm-hmm. I got up at like four, you know, and, and went, got back early. in. Yeah, got got in my bed for the rest of the time, mm-hmm. and I went and took some stuff to like make sure I don't get her cold and all that stuff. Right. And I was like. Trying to see if I felt funny. I was like, I'm feeling okay, but yeah. And so she, she, she's not feeling good. Oh. Trying to pass it on to me. I'm like, girl, Aww. every time I turn around, you're trying to get me sick. So it wasn't yeah. the cake after all. No, it wasn't no cake. <laughs> <laughs> it was not cake. Damn it. Yeah. But my wife is, she is, mm-mm, she barely let me sleep with her. She, she don't play. She, I cannot. You know, how, you know how there's like the the invisible line. In the bed? No, no, no. Well, around, I was going to say around the equator, mm-hmm. like the, the, the globe that separates the northern and the southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we have one of those in the bed. <laughs> and I bet not cross it. I mean, my wife, she sleep. With her fist balled up and, and her dukes up like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, why, why you sleep? Why you sleep with your fist balled up? Just in case a nigga want to try it. In case a motherfucker want to star something. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like that? Like, you know. And I so you know it's not a game. If I cross that line, <laughs> bam, elbow. Uh-huh. Bam, connect. Like, dang. Like, for real? Like. Oh, she's a mover when she Oh, sleeps. my God. She don't. Man, let me scooch over here. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on my I'm a, side. I'm a bed hog. So I she sleep. Says, she says I am too, but I'm not that much of a bed hog. I know I'm a bad hog So I feel sorry for anybody If they not used to sleeping on a sliver Mm -hmm. Then it's not going to work Do you like to When you have somebody over Or if you're over someone Do you like to cuddle yeah, I'm not a, a not a cub. I'm a I'm a I'm a sleep all the way under you. Yeah. I'm gonna get in your skin with you. Yeah, see, I'm okay with that. I'm gonna get right underneath your skin wife, with my you. My wife ain't like that. Though, yeah, but I'm okay with that. 
I'm gonna get, and you're gonna have a sliver, and then the whole other side of the bed is <laughs> yeah. gonna be empty. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and both of y'all gonna be right, right down the edge, edge. on one edge, right? <laughs> right there. And on top of that, I'm gonna have all the blankets. <laughs> I'll be like, she is just ruthless with this whole thing. It's greedy. Yeah. I done had, I done had, had, had company over at somebody's house and pushed them to the edge and had all the blankets. They just crossed over and went back, back to the other side and got back comfortable and took the blanket that I did. That I had on the other side. Like, dang, I just, I'm just ruthless yeah. with it. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm a little bit of a, uh, my wife calls me a, a cover hog or a, she says I'm a burrito because she's, I wrap myself <laughs> up like a burrito. A burrito. Buy, so we have our own covers. Like she has, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Not the, not, you know, the bottom sheets are uh-huh. just the sheets on the bed, but comforters, mm-hmm. we have, yeah, we have our own. Mm-hmm. No because, fighting. Yeah, no fighting. She mm-hmm. has her own, I have my own, which that's fine, works out. Because sometimes you know you want that extra sheet, and sometimes you don't, and sometimes you know, so it's all good, right? So yeah. And then there's times when like it's hot, so you can just like that's what I was gonna you say. Can take it off, and then if it gets cold in the mic, then you just go ahead and put it back on you, and like you don't have to worry about sharing or anything. So that it works out. Yes, that's what that's what I was gonna say. The temperature. Yeah. I know a lot of times the biggest thing is one person's hot, one person's cold mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. And I'm the cold one all the time. I think that's mm-hmm. why I, that's why I bundle up so much because yeah. I was yeah, just trying to get that body trying heat. To get the body heat. Yeah. So, and then the person gets hot and then they kick the covers oh, off. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> then it just doesn't work out. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> and don't work that's out. True. So that, that makes heat. sense. So yeah. that will work. Yeah. If I have my own blanket, that will work. Yeah, that mm-hmm. will work. So try that. I try will. That. I am. Yeah. Uh, well, at this point, I don't got to worry about it. all the blankets belong to me. <laughs> so I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. You at my house, you're going to deal with it. I'll take your ass on the couch. <laughs> For real. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into these topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So we have another Yet another school shooting. Oh, man. Yeah. Did you hear about this one? Happened you Friday? know what? I didn't hear about it until yesterday, until Saturday. But the only reason you know, I was so busy with the festival. And mm-hmm. I think the only reason why I even heard about it was because I was like going through the royal wedding. Okay. And then somebody was like, everybody's talking about the royal wedding, but nobody's talking about the school shooting. And right. I was like, what school shooting? Yeah. And then, so, yeah, I was really late. I didn't hear about it. Yeah. Propaganda. That's all I'm going to say. Demetrius <laughs> uh, Pogorchis, 17, uh, shot up his school in Texas, Santa Fe, Texas, 10 dead and 10 wounded. This is so sad. Yeah, it's a little sad. And it's also, um, what's also sad is the fact that now the a lot of the uh, the newscasters were, were asking some of the, the kids, oh, did this ca- did this catch you unprepared? Like, oh, why me? Or I can't believe this is happening to us. And, you know, the kids, a lot of kids were responding, no. What? No, no they were like, because it happens all the time. And he's like, I figured that it eventually could happen here. Like, why not? It happens everywhere. So it, it was very scary. And I was very scared, but I wasn't like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. No, not at all. Wow. Yeah. They're getting just used to it. Kind of. Wow. Kind of. That's so yeah. sad. Yeah. So um, let me see. I have a clip. Wow. 
This is our Western edition. We are at Santa Fe High School, about 30 miles southeast of Houston, the scene of the latest mass shooting in America. At least 10 people were killed, nine students and one adult today. Ten others were hurt. We are just beginning to learn the identities of the dead, among them mm. Ann Perkins, a substitute teacher, and Sabika Sheikh, an exchange student from Pakistan. A police say the gunman in custody tonight is a 17-year-old junior oh. at the school. They say he was armed with his father shotgun and a revolver <gasps> and police are searching the suspect's car and his parents homes tonight he had a car they're having a shooting at the high school have an officer down shooter not in custody the chaos played out over police radio calls we have several shots fired possibly one or two rooms in this area that we're at school shooting that active shooting several people down he's actually shooting he's in the art room we have shots fired right now guys Police say the shooter had a shotgun and a revolver and began shooting just as first period started. Sophomore Dakota Schrader was in the building. As soon as the alarms went off, everybody just started running outside. And next thing you know, everybody looks and you hear boom, boom, boom. And I just ran as fast as I could to the nearest forest so I could hide. And I called my mom. Paige Curry called her mother too. I just told her, I told her mom there, there were gunshots. I heard four shots, and it was kind of, it was real. It, it was real this time. The 10 wounded were rushed to area hospitals, including John Barnes, a former 20-year Houston policeman who worked as a school resource officer. Fleeing students were huddled onto fields away from the school as parents raced to the scene looking for kids. I told her to stay calm, to breathe, and just waiting and waiting and waiting, and finally they were leading her out of the school. Thank God she's okay. Mm. 30 minutes after the first call, the shooting was over, but the threat was not. School District Police Chief Walter Braun. There have been explosive devices found in the high school. Wow. And surrounding areas adjacent to the high school. The devices included pressure cookers and pipe bombs. Police say the 17-year-old suspected gunman, Demetrios Pregorchis, was a student at Santa Fe High. Another student has been detained as a person of interest. <sighs> Texas Governor Greg Abbott said the shooter wanted to commit suicide. He gave himself up and admitted at the time that he didn't have the courage uh, to commit the suicide, that he wanted to uh, take his own life earlier. It's been happening everywhere. I felt, I've always kind of felt like eventually it was going to happen here too. Mm. So, I don't know. I wasn't surprised. I was just scared. Back in April, some Santa Fe students joined a nationwide school walkout to protest gun violence in the wake of the massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High in Parkland, Florida. Today, Stoneman Douglas students tweeted their support for Santa Fe, one saying, I should be celebrating my last day of high school, but instead my heart is broken to hear of the tragedy at Santa Fe. They said that this was the worst shooting Worst school shooting since the Parkland incident that sparked all of the mm -hmm. protests and everything uh, a while back, a few months back. This well, was that was terrible. Well, did you did you notice did, did when you were listening to this story? Did any fact did anything stick out to you? Did you notice anything different about this one than all the other mass shootings? The explosives. That's one thing, but something else along those lines. This this is the thing that's different. This and it goes back to what I've been preaching about since these we've been covering these. This particular boy did not use the quote unquote assault rifle. Mm. He did not use a quote unquote, you know, uh, <clears throat> military style, uh, an AR-15. Mm -hmm. He had a revolver, revolver and, a, and shotgun. a shotgun. You have to keep loading that. The slowest that. 
the, the slowest manual guns out there. Like, wow. he had a pump shotgun and a revolver. Like, not even a nine millimeter. Right. Right? And he still killed 10 people and wounded 10. So this is what I've been saying about this is why legislation directed towards one type of gun is ridiculous right. because why would you do that? Why would you spend all this time and legislate one type pick on one gun mm-hmm. when any gun can be used to do the same thing? You know what I mean? Just because that was the, the gun of choice or the most popular for these things, you know, for these, these, these people, it doesn't mean that it's that gun's fault. You know what right. I mean? It's just, it happens to be what they chose. You see this person here, this kid. And again, he got it from, his, his parents, his father, which was legally purchased, which is the other thing I've been preaching about, you know, make these parents responsible, um, hold them accountable yeah. for their for for their kids being able to access uh, their weapons. Mm-hmm. Right. And not and stop focusing on one particular type of weapon. Mm-hmm. The, these are all the things that Dino Red has been telling you all about, you know, for the longest. That's true. And so here we go. A perfect example of somebody using a non uh, semi-automatic weapon, non uh, quote unquote assault style, military style weapon to, to, you know, to harm many people. Yeah. They, you, that's a good point you made. Those two type of weapons are like the slowest mm-hmm. ones. You yes. have to reload them each time, yeah. which also makes me to think that he planned, he had some serious, serious planning. And not only that, he yeah. was, committed because in order to sit there and keep reloading and keep shooting people and keep reloading and keep shooting people yeah and it also i'm not so sure he had to reload that many times only because like um a a revolver has nine right at least six okay at least six so uh is a it was a 38 that he used i don't know what what model so it does i don't know exactly how many shots he had but Mm -hmm. he had at least six and then a shotgun probably holds another five or six as well so he could have it holds five or six yeah oh i didn't know that i thought you had i thought you it was two at a time no no it holds it holds five or six but you have to read you have to uh you have to pump Pump in between every shot you can't like spray Mm -hmm. you know i mean it's not semi-automatic it's manual so once you shoot you manually have to load it again okay Uh with that pump Uh you you hear that's that sound you Uh hear you know that's when you're breaking somebody's house and they hear that Uh like oh shit let me get out of here but uh, yeah, and so he realistically could have, you know, did all that damage with maybe only reloading one time, okay. you know, because 10 and 10, that's like, because they also count people, like we talked about in, in another story, they don't say 10, 10, they say 10 people were killed and then 10 people were wounded. They mm-hmm. don't say those, it doesn't mean that those 10 people were actually shot. shot. Uh-huh. Right, they could have uh-huh. been trampled. trampled. Right. right, they could have gotten uh, hit with shrapnel on uh-huh. glass. Any any number Rick- of different uh-huh. things. Yeah. So th- it really could have happened with him never reloading at all. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the just that's just the, the point is stop focusing and picking on one type of gun and and get your legislation right and and you know do some intelligent research and 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 have some intelligent legislation that really addresses the problem and not. Um, you know, do stuff that's good for sound bites and good for to catch uh, headlines in the media and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? For just to get some votes and some right. clouts. Right. Here's the thing that that I'm interested about. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we have these shootings, the gunmen 
either gets killed or commits suicide. So we never really have a true intention. We never really know the stimulus behind the entire act. So they have this young man in custody. Mm -hmm. We are hopefully we will get to hear or find out his why. Mm -hmm. And maybe then we can begin to, you know what I'm saying? Understand why these things happen and why they keep happening. Because I, I can't understand why somebody 17 years old with their whole life ahead of them would go to their school and and shoot an art teacher or shoot shoot teachers and students. And then they took another person to jail as a person of interest. So that makes me think that, okay, he had two guns maybe he was going to give one gun to somebody because this isn't, this also isn't the first shooting where there has been two people shooting, right? Oh no, no. There's one of the ones that kind of started it all, off Columbine. Columbine, it was two, two or three of them. Yeah. yeah. So, so that makes me think that it was more people involved. They had bombs spread inside the school, outside of the school. That means they didn't care who or what. So I want to know why. And I'm very interested to hear what this young man has to say. Yeah, that's a good point. And it, it's, it is, um, it is interesting. And I am very interested too to hear the why, because so many times we don't get a why, mm-hmm. you know, we don't get a why. And a lot of times it's it seems like a lot of in a lot of these cases, it's about bullying, you mm. know, that, that that has part of it. But my thing is, I don't think with most of these, I don't think it's any one thing. You know, I think that's part of the problem that we're looking for, like one, you know, one quick answer or one thing. OK, it's this gun's fault. You know, so let's just get rid of this gun and it'll stop or it's the bullying. Let's stop. Well, you know what? Bullying has been around since forever. Exactly. Bullying has been around for as long as people have been around. And then another thing about bullying is if you are getting bullied, why would you take the guns to school and then shoot everybody? Why right. not go shoot the bullies? Right. Exactly. So I am. Right. I have questions. And then this one, they don't even think that there doesn't seem to be any sign of bullying. And not only that, what's also disturbing is they say that there was no signs with this kid. They said he was introverted you know he kept yeah, to himself but one teacher even specifically said he was quiet but not quiet in a creepy way just wow. quiet in a normal way yeah. like he you know she, she was one of his teachers right you know some people are more outgoing than others mm-hmm. you know not every you know person who's a little shy or reserved is is you know a weirdo right right but they they said no one saw any signs of this kid at all like they you know now, his sister, on the other hand, who's a few years older than him, she was bullied so badly, they say that she had to actually go to another school. Wow. So, I don't know if that, oh. if that plays a part in it. Maybe, who knows, maybe he felt like he was getting revenge for his sister, mm-hmm. you know, or... I don't know. It was just speculation. Mm. I'm I'm doing my Dijon in, in imitation mm. here, making up facts here. You see how you see? I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, you right. <laughs> That's good. Shoot, that was a good one, Dino. I like that. <laughs> That's just my theory. That I'm I'm saying though, I'm sure that has something to do with it. I'm sure. It might as a as a yeah. as a brother, even if you have an older sister, I'm the oldest, and I have a half brother, and I still think he still says that he's my big brother so Mm -hmm. i genuinely believe that brothers have their sisters back and i think that maybe if she was getting bullied maybe it passed down maybe her maybe the the uh, the bullies that were bullying her, their siblings were yeah. now in school, and so now it's the whole uh-huh, now it's the whole thing but again like you pointed out uh so eloquently a few minutes ago even if it was bullying right then why shoot at innocent people mm-hmm 
You know what I mean? Even yeah. Though yeah. He did say yeah. in another story, one reporter reported that he said that he didn't shoot kids that he liked. He didn't. Now he didn't say he shot bullies. Right. But he just said he didn't shoot kids that, that he, he liked. liked. Hmm. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I, my thing is, I think, again, I think it's a, a conflict. I think it's a lot of different factors. I think it's very much like like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no mm-hmm. one thing that makes a serial killer. There's like a, there's a, like kind of a perfect storm right. of events. Right. Part, you know, partly they have to be born a certain mm-hmm. way. Partly they have to be, you know, abused. Mm-hmm. Partly they have, you know, all these different things. Not, and not, it's not a guarantee to produce a serial killer, but it can. Yeah, it's more likely. More likely. Mm-hmm. Right. And most serial killers will share these different you traits. know in, right, these different traits i think it's the same thing with these shooters i think there's several different things that you know the opportunity of of guns being available i think um bullying could have a, a part you know mm-hmm. a mental health mm-hmm. you know having mm-hmm. a poor mental health i think it's just a confluence of things and i don't think you know we're we're city we're we're steady searching for the one cause mm-hmm. and one to just eradicate it so it just stops and i don't think it's that simple no it's I not i really don't and one one guy we actually did this too um a, a few months back there was a, a a doctor who had a theory about absentee fathers right 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 a right role in this as well and i i i i believe that you know i'm wondering if you know except in this well not except but in this case that doesn't in this instance that doesn't seem to be the case right but in a lot of them, it does. And I think that could be a contributing factor as well. Yeah. You know? Also, you got to think <clears throat> these teenagers, these high school kids, they are coming into their own. They're finding themselves. Their hormones are changing. It's just so much going on with them that they are processing internally that that I think counted with everything else the availability of guns you're right it's just like the perfect storm Mm -hmm. of just trouble waiting to happen and i think that it's just so unfortunate and so sad that 10 people lost their lives like they're never gonna see another day in school they're never gonna get to live and neither will demetrius he'll never get to see you know what i'm saying his future his life his wife he's gonna be in jail yeah but i hope that he can um Help shed some light. Eggs, help, and help mm-hmm. more people so that this will not happen as frequently. I'm sure it'll never stop just because it's just the nature of, of people. But I hope then that maybe now we can kind of, he, he'll he be able to help other people. Right. So have you heard of uh, James Shaw Jr.? Mm-mm, no, who's that? Well, James Shaw Jr. is kind of a hero. Okay. Now, he was involved in a another mass shooting that precipitated the school one this one happened at the end of last month and it had a very different outcome thanks to james shaw jr so i'm gonna hit play the clip this happened in a waffle house in tennessee if you know i don't know if you know but the waffle house has been having a lot of problems yes i heard i heard about that and i love waffle waffles it's just so unfortunate <laughs> I've, never fuck the a, waffle house. I've never been to a waffle house. I've never house. been to a waffle house. Me I've either. never I been, they and I them in the South. they do. They're only in the South, and I've driven like, across country, and I've always wanted to go, but I've never stopped and ate there. I love waffles. Yeah, we've had. There's been a lot. But of you know what? A lot of it seems to have been uh, been racial, racial stuff I was, black people. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say that it's been so. It's probably a good reason why I haven't, because yeah. Lord knows I'll turn <laughs> some shit over. Now this this situation here doesn't seem to be have anything to do with race, but mm-hmm. here we go. This is not a cloud. This is a tomato tracked from farm to table on a blockchain, helping keep shoppers safe. 
This is a financial transaction secure from hacks and threats others can't see. This is a skyscraper whose elevators use IoT data and AI to help thousands get to work safely and efficiently. This is not the cloud you know. This is the IBM cloud. The IBM cloud is the cloud Fuck for the cloud. business. Something terrible was happening. Probably when the glass was broken and shattered and it was dust in the air and I looked back and there was um, a gentleman right there beside the entrance of uh, Waffle House and he was um, laying there on the ground. Uh, he was no longer alive and he shot again and that's when I jumped from my seat uh, and kind of slid on the ground to the entrance um, of the bathroom. Uh, when he started shooting, I actually jumped and lunged towards the bathroom area and uh, I went uh, I was actually looking at him and then he, when he he actually shot towards the bathroom area and I was actually uh, grazed with a bullet in my upper right uh, elbow. After that, I think he had to reload. I saw an, an opportunity um, to kind of take advantage of him. So I ran through the door as fast as I could and I, uh, I hit him with the door and that kind of made him a little woozy and then he kind of uh, let go of the gun and then uh, we was tussling for the gun, kind of wrestling for it and he had it in one hand and then that's when I, I took it from him. People think about how they would react in a situation like this but nobody knows until it actually happens. I mean, what was going through your mind when you made the decision, okay, looks like he's reloading, I'm gonna do something? The only example I can give it to you is if you ever almost drown and you're gasping for that, 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 that air, that last bit of air or, or breath that you th don't think you're gonna get, it, take, it seems like it's gonna take that long. So in that second I saw the barrel pointed down at the ground, it seemed like it was forever. I know I say it happened in a split second, which it did, but it seemed like it was forever. And in that time I was like, I have to go now. So I said, he's gonna just have to work for this kill. And uh, it, it luckily worked out in my favor. Like the gun was hot, he was naked. I didn't, none of that mattered. I could deal with nudity and I could deal with a hot gun. You know, I got a blister on my hand, but. So you, you grabbed uh, the, 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 the barrel of the gun and it was, and it was hot. Well, yeah, after it had been discharged and you know, it was very hot, but I didn't feel that then. I was just trying to get the gun away from him. You know, there's some people who have asked if, if this could have been a racially motivated incident. Was he using uh, racial? Uh, you know, inappropriate racial words or, or just swear uh, words? As far as I know, it was just swear words. Uh, okay. All of it was a blur. Like, literally okay. all of it was a blur. So, <clears throat> so yeah, this, this, this interview kind of starts in the middle a little bit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some perspective and give you the whole story. So this gentleman, James, and his best friend, they just finished a night of clubbing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Waffle House apparently is someplace that's open. I don't know if it's 24, 24 hours. hours it okay, is. It uh -huh. is. So and it's, it's very a, a very popular late night right. after the club so that's Right. So that's why they went there. Uh, so they're there and they're eating. And they were actually uh, watching this uh, busboy pile dishes up really high. And it was leaning. And they were uh, kind of laughing, guessing when it was going to topple over. Mm -hmm. So when they initially heard the crash of the windows... They thought the plates had finally mm -hmm. fallen Falling over. down. And then they realized that, hey, then they saw this guy just shooting into the Waffle House from the outside into the, you know, it was breaking glass and everything. He had, yeah, he had shot some people. And so they take cover, right? And and as the guy uh, starts to reload, that's when James Shaw sees his opportunity, right? And this is why I called him kind of heroes because he says that he's not a hero. He says that he's a he. 
he even has a four-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And he said he was not even thinking about her at the time. Wow. He, said, he said he's just being honest. He said, all I was trying to do, said, I was not trying to save anybody. I was not trying to be a hero. He said, I just wanted to live. Right. I, I, he said it just kicked into self-preservation mm-hmm. mode. And he just did what he thought was best for him to make it out of this situation at this time. And that's all that was going through his mind. Ooh. So he, he, he crouched down, whatever. The guy stopped to reload. And he said his voice to him, like, now is your time. Now, go now, go now. And so he did. He jumped and he went after the guy. And he just when he grabbed the barrel of the gun, which he, you heard him talking about. That's that hot. It's very hot. He got second degree, second degree burns from that. Right. But at the time, because of his adrenaline. He didn't, he didn't even feel, feel it. it. Right. And so he gets the gun away from the guy, throws it. And uh, the guy is naked. He's wearing <laughs> nothing but like a green coat. That's all he's wearing, right? I don't know if he had on shoes or not, but the I'm speechless. Said that all he was wearing was a green coat. And he was like, I ain't care nothing about that. <laughs> he was like, I was just going to live. Right? I, hello? And so the guy, um, he ends up running away, you know, and uh, that's 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 the story. That's what happened. Wow. But uh, one of the reasons why, you know, or another reason, in addition to th- that helping save lives, allowing the guy, not allowing the guy to reload and, and, and further shoot people. This guy also went and started a GoFundMe page for wow. the people who were victimized for the victims, right? People were killed. People, yeah. Four people died. What? Four people died. Yeah. And so he, he went and he raised over like $215,000 for these. Oh, people. he's just, he's just a humanitarian. And, and he went and visited these people in the hospital Right? Come and on. That's why, right, exactly. And this is why people are like, no, dude, you are a hero. You are, you are a hero. You are a great and guy. He's like, and he's like, the whole time is like, just like, not trying to take credit saying like anybody would have did that. I just, even though we hear about shootings all the time and people don't do that. You know, he's saying like, anybody would have done it. I was just trying to say myself, I wasn't trying to be a hero. I wasn't thinking about anybody else. Yeah. It's more doubt for everybody. Yeah. But I was just he's trying grieving. to survive. He feels and, guilt. I couldn't imagine. And so, uh, yeah, so it was, it was amazing. They And so people started a GoFundMe for him as well because, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. So, yeah, so, How much did know. they raise for him? You know what? I don't remember the amount, but I think it was, I was I believe it was in, in six figures, like in the hundreds of thousands. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was going to so, say, he raised 200000 200, for other people. At least, yeah, you know, we can do yeah. something nice for Mr. Shaw. Right, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm been, happy. He's been on Ellen. And, awesome. You know, the president has mentioned, they talking about, I don't know if he actually went to the White House, but they were, you know, talking about he might get invited to the White House and everything, so. He should. He should. He, he needs, I don't even know, but that is an exceptional human being right there. Somebody that would be so selfless. Right. That wasn't selfish. No. That was selfless. And he was thinking of his daughter because if he wasn't around, <laughs> if he's if he was dead, if he was right. killed, then who his daughter wouldn't have a father. Right. So in in a in a, in a sense, he was thinking about his daughter by saving him by saving himself. He was able to save so many more people right. because if if he pointed the gun at him, grazed his elbow, that means he wanted to shoot everybody so just think about the four people that killed but think about so many people that he saved like that man is a hero he is an exceptional human being former playmate stephanie adams jumps from a hotel window with seven-year-old son no propaganda what do you mean propaganda propaganda what are you talking about? I've been looking, you know, I, you know how I am. I've been looking a lot into this, into the Stephanie Adams story. And I just don't feel like she jumped with that, with the boy, with the baby. 
I don't. They're still they're they're still investigating, but I I think I don't think she was pushed. I think maybe it was an accident. You think the the kid was on the ledge and she tried to save the kid? Yeah, and they, and they both, both fell. Over? That's what I think. That's what I think happened because she wasn't because everybody's talking about the uh, the custody portion of it, right? Well, we want to tell everybody what what the story is about before I go into my, before I go into it because I'm gonna go deep. Y'all know how I am. Okay, so yeah, so it's reported that that Stephanie Adams uh, jumps from Gotham Hotel in New York um, Friday Friday morning with her seven year old son, and uh, they they both fell to their deaths. So yeah. they they, uh, they say that she was in the middle of a custody battle with the with the son's father. Um, they're no longer together, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, they they're wondering if, you know, that has something to do with it or not. But basically, they're still investigating. And that that's that's, you know, the story, the story's pretty early. So mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. much all the information I have at this time. But but what I did get from uh, from reading some articles was that it wasn't uh, they already had uh, an agreement for custody. Okay. What she wanted was to take the was to take her son overseas for like an extended amount of time for like mm-hmm. months at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in order to have your child's passport, you have to have permission from both parents. Right. And the dad wouldn't consent. So she took him to court and the judge did not rule in her favor. Actually, the judge ruled in the dad's favor. Like, you can't just take him. He can stay with his dad. Or I don't I don't know the reasoning. Right. But all I know is that she wasn't able to take him on the trip for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's enough reason to to jump from a ledge with your child. It's not that she yeah. didn't have custody. She had custody. Mm-hmm. It was just she was trying to take him on a trip for to somewhere. And he probably was thinking, well, if I let her take my son, she's not going to come back. So that could have been his argument. And you know what I'm saying? That could have been a, a fear. But that's not a reason to, for, in my opinion, maybe it's her reason. I don't know. They're still investigating. But that's not a, a genuine reason to jump and kill. And I don't think that he would push them if he was going to fight to keep his child. If he didn't want them, then he would have let them go. So um, I don't think that's what happened. I think it was just like a, a terrible, terrible, terrible accident. Hmm. Okay, well, um, yeah, the jury is still a fact. I don't, I, I agree with you as far as the reasoning behind it. It doesn't seem like sufficient reason for her to do it, but just because that's not the, maybe right. not the reason, doesn't right. mean that's not what happened. Exactly. It doesn't mean that she didn't jump. Mm-hmm. Right, And it right. appears from, you know, the reports and whatever, it's, it appears that she jumped with her kid. So mm-hmm. whatever the reason is, that seems to be the outcome is the same, yeah. unfortunately. So, yeah. Uh yeah. Maybe I just don't want to believe it. So, Maybe, but but that we'll, is sad. We'll regardless. Yeah, we will. I'm. You know, I'm gonna be. You know, I'm still waiting for the girl to come out the for them to pull her out the freezer off the sunken place. Say, Maybe we won't find out because we never found out about uh, okay. that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, we oh, never some kind of shenanigans behind that. But I still think it was shenanigans behind that, and I, and I definitely think it was shenanigans behind it. Now that we never <laughs> found out what happened, <laughs> now I'm for sure it was shenanigans behind the whole situation. They done swept that up under the rug like an old dust dust mite. Or if there's just nothing to know. I mean, or I mean, if no one was around, no one was around. So it doesn't have to be shenanigans. It could just be lack of knowledge. If no one was around, there's no witnesses. It was just a lot of things to... that weren't adding up. You know, just just a lot of things that weren't adding up, and they they still that, haven't added up. Exactly, added but up. that doesn't always mean foul play. That means not adding up means we don't have all the facts. All the facts don't. The absence of facts do not indicate foul play. That's my point. Is just because we don't know doesn't mean that somebody 
it was something nefarious. It just means we don't know because nobody was there. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't. Of course not. So it doesn't mean that it wasn't. But that's what I saw. I'm saying <laughs> maybe, maybe not, but probably not though. Cause it's usually, you know, it usually adds up when it don't add up. Then, you know, 95 year old, a uh, 95 year old arrested for slapping her granddaughter with the slipper. I hope <laughs> that the, that the, the parent, wait, how am I about to say? I hope uh-huh. that the grandmother, uh-huh. her, her mother, that of her, the the mother of the granddaughter. Oh, she slapped the dog shit out of her for calling the police on her grandma. Does that make them? Are you following me in the family lineage? Yeah, I, yeah. It was a little awkward, but I think you mean you you hope the granddaughter's mother. There you go. Or the grandmother's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. The grandmother's daughter yeah. slapped the shit out of her <laughs> kid. Her now her or her niece or net or her niece's niece. Yeah, whoever it would be. No, no kid. Yes, but what if the grandmother had other children? Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, I mean, any one of them would be fine. Okay. Any one of them could do it. That's all I'm saying. I hope one of them slapped the shit out of them for calling the police on a 95-year-old grandma. That's sad. Yeah. So, well, well, I'll tell you what's sad is that you 45 and you still live with your grandma. <laughs> you up all her electricity and her air condition to the point that she got to slap you. <laughs> That's what's sad. Like, why she even need to? Like, oh my like, god! If she put, maybe if the mama had a slapped her ass when she was a, a, a baby, then this wouldn't have never happened, happen, huh? right? If she hadn't been slapped a few times as a kid growing up, then maybe she wouldn't be 45 still living with uh, grandma using up all her shit freeloading. But that's yeah. what, that's, so that's what happened. The story was the grandmother uh, was frustrated with her 40 uh, something year old, 45, 46 year old granddaughter uh, laying around the house, sleeping all day with the AC running under the AC. And she was like, ain't nobody got money for that. Mm-hmm. Like, knock it off. And she, you know, gave her lip, whatever. So grandma took her slipper and slapped her across mm-hmm. the face with it. And and I I kind of give uh, grandma props for being 95, being able to slap the shit out of somebody. <laughs> What a shoot. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know what was, you know, the crazy part? They took the lady, they took the old lady to jail. Well, that wasn't the crazy part. The crazy part was that they called the police. That was the crazy part. But the police, because of the way the laws are with domestic violence, they didn't have any choice but to, because it was called and reported, they had to take her away. But that was her house. Okay. What's they have to do with it? This this is my house. I can't, I can't abuse Danya. Or my wife, or well, my father, or anybody. <laughs> I can't abuse you. No, I you know. You don't even live here. I know and that. If I abuse you in my house, don't you think the police gonna come and arrest me? Yeah. Okay. But well, then, then, but then wouldn't? Oh, yeah. Well, what I was gonna say is, I hope. <laughs> what I no, that's very true. But what I hope, what I was gonna say was, uh, she should not be there anymore. The forty-five-year-old, she should be gone. I hope she's not there at the house anymore. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Okay, let me say something. People are ignorant, and you need to stop. Yes especially minorities see white people they can kind of call the police and have these incidents where the police just show up and mediate the situation and then go about their way mm-hmm. okay that's not the reality for a lot of minorities a Mm-mm. lot of time no okay if you call the police there's a very good chance that somebody could be somebody could end up dead or in jail or both or well, maybe not both. Yeah. No, not dead and in jail. Well, one, uh, well I mean, unless it's two different people. <laughs> it's a lot person, of scenarios. The same, yeah, it's a lot of negative scenarios. Right. And basically, and I'm I'm not one of those people, oh, don't ever call the police and don't snitch. No, 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 I'm not about that. 
I'm not about that. But I am one of those people that like, don't call the police unless you think it's a life or death situation. Right. That's how I feel about it. Because when the That's, police get there, it automatically becomes a life and so, death situation. Yeah, you you kind of don't have anything to lose. But if it's some kind of minor spat or something or whatever, I mean, I mean, yeah, if you getting your ass beat by somebody, you know, domestic violence, you want to call it, that's fine. That's different. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of times things are arguments. Things are not that serious and they end up deadly. Yeah. You know, there's people Fast. who have called the police for help on their uh, family member who is having like a mental breakdown and different things. And they, I mean, it's all kinds mm-hmm. of things that, oh, yeah. that people call the police for and it ends up very bad and that's not what their intentions were oh, when they yeah. called the police. Oh, so yeah. I'm saying that all that to say, don't do that. So yeah, you didn't that's you didn't know about the law and domestic violence or whatever, but your ass shouldn't have been calling, you know, about your ninety five year old grandmama anyway. Right. Should have just turned off the goddamn air conditioning. And got your ass up and went somewhere. Went if you didn't like go it. Get a goddamn job. You didn't have to be there. She did not have to be there. She's a grown, able bodied adult. She did not have to be there. If she wanted to lay around the AC, she should have went somewhere else if that's not what her grandmother wanted her to do. How about I, you get a job? Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Just go, go for a walk. Like a regular grown person. Yeah, no, don't, yeah. If that, just go for a walk. Just leave. Like anything, go pick some flowers. Go sit on a park bench. You get it done. Anything, but you're gonna call a 95 year old mm-hmm. woman, and you're gonna call the police. What was she really gonna do to you? Right. Like, did you really feel that threatened by her? And I, yeah, that is just this is so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. I slap her myself. Right. A Michigan woman fired for bringing laxative-laced brownies to a co-worker's farewell. <laughs> There's not a lot about this story here, but uh, <laughs> the lady's name, uh, she was, uh, was, was, with, was withheld for, from the story, but apparently she had beef with this co-worker, <gasps> and the co-worker was leaving, either retiring or going to another job, I forget which, I think retiring, and she decided she was going to get payback, and she baked laxatives uh laced with brownies uh, you know kind of like how you lace yours with uh medicinals <laughs> she laced hers with laxative Ooh, i said, gotta try it she said I'll, I'll, I'll fix her and uh she told i guess one co-worker i guess maybe that might have been a friend or something like hey watch don't out eat for that. These, don't yeah. eat those brownies so that co-worker snitched and they called the police and the police showed up mm-hmm. and started asking questions and she denied everything at first and then the police claimed that they were going to take it back in a uh, analyze it. Analyze it, which I don't believe. Mm-mm. But uh, it worked, and she confessed and said that she did do it, and she got fired. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, that's some petty shit. Like that's you, super petty. Like the person's leaving. You they won, gone, right? You can just go about your life. You could have brought like regular brownies the next day after they left to celebrate. And and much like the the uh, mass shooter, why why? Uh, all the casualties. Why all the uh, <laughs> collateral damage? You know, why are you gonna do something where everybody at work is gonna have the runs? Like, oh my god, it's the only, bathroom. It's only one oh person god. that did something to you. How many stalls? How but many you employees? Put the, the the laxatives in all the brownies for all the people at work. And that what's that about? Oh my god! You know what? I've played I've played this prank on people before. Have you? Yeah. Ooh. In school, too. In uh, school? Yeah, yeah. I bought a laxative candy bar and took the original wrapper off, so it was just the foil. Uh-huh. And then I opened it, and everybody was like, give me a piece. I was like, yeah, here you go. They didn't even realize that I wasn't eating the damn candy. Yeah. <laughs> they just wanted some, right? Because kids are stupid. Yeah. 
And before I knew it, the class was empty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you just did it for a practical joke. Yeah, I just did it for reason. fun. Yeah. Just to see if it was see if it worked. Wow. Like sedif chocolates. Who'd have thought? Yeah. You know what else? But I, I wouldn't but I would not as a but the, I was a child. I was in I was in middle school. Yeah. Not as a grown adult. If somebody did this shit to me, I would be so upset. Yeah. When I say beyond upset, yes, yeah, yeah. I would have been I would have been upset. Mm-hmm. They would have been calling the police on me. Getting me off this girl. <laughs> I heard that Visine will give you the runs as well. Like, no, not anymore. Not anymore. They no, they the fixed it. Uh-huh. So it doesn't. You have to. It has to be like the uh-huh. prescription ones. Really? Yeah. Don't <laughs> ask me why. No. Why do you know? I don't know. What do you mean? Swim. You said that. <laughs> Swim. That's how I know. <laughs> Swim told me. But that's- <laughs> did you try it on somebody and it didn't work no no i never tried that because uh, okay. i heard that if you do because because i heard that if you put too many drops you can like really hurt somebody you can hurt really hurt yeah, the I heard person only, i didn't know that part but i yeah. heard you only need like two drops yeah and it like really yeah but what if tool, so. yeah so what if you like bloop bloop and then like two like you know you can really hurt somebody real bad and that's not yeah that's not cool no, that's not cool. and that's why i was i was just gonna say to the girl who told i applaud her because she was like bitch you crazy right? what's wrong with you right and that's probably the same thing I would have did. Like, uh, she watch out, though. I'm not right. <laughs> She's like that bitch snitched on me. Hello, <laughs> I would have got a restraining order after that. You know she next, right? You know she, she next. She's next. You know she next. <laughs> She's sitting outside that girl house right now, counting yeah. her every move. Oh, like, yeah. oh, she leave between ten and two to, yeah. on Sundays to go to church. Mm-hmm. If I just put these pipe bombs right here, she'll yes. never know. Yeah, she is just because this chick is super petty. And super they, petty. They didn't say it was a woman, but I just know this was a woman. <laughs> it does. It says Michigan woman fired. Oh yeah, my bad. They <laughs> That's right. I thought I was just making it up. No, they told me it was wrong. It was subliminal. <laughs> you know what, though? I were on this something tangentially related. I, I don't like the way it seems like our society these days. It seems like we there's a lot of celebration of of undesirable characteristics. What I mean by that, like, take, for example, petty. Mm-hmm. Now, petty is being petty or and having a petty side or petty streak, whatever. That's not anything to be proud of. That's, mm-hmm. that's not a desirable characteristic. That's not an admirable, you know, personality, uh, mm-hmm. you know, quality or anything. But I see and hear people bragging on social media all the time about how, you know, petty they are. Oh, I'm so petty. I'm petty Pendergrass. Or, I'm, I'm petty LaBelle. <laughs> I'm petty Watt, you know. And they got all the little nicknames and all this stuff. And talking about how then they, they just brag. and, and Now... It's different to recognize that you are some kind of way, you know, as never saying, and like, but not be proud of it at the same mm-hmm. time. Because there's, there's, there's such a thing as of, of, uh, taking, you know, reflecting on yourself and trying to better yourself and, and, you know, I'm, I'm petty, but I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. Or I should, that's something I'm trying to change. I'm trying mm-hmm. to curb that. But just so much of the bragging of the pettiness and, and, and other things like that. And it's just, I don't get that. And I don't like that about that. Society. society right now. Well, I think everybody has a, a petty moment. I think everybody has a time when they're being where they're just petty and you and you just realize it. So in right. a way you're you're calling yourself out because you know that you're being petty. But you're not calling yourself out if you're celebrating it. You know what I mean? And there's and that's what I'm mm. talking about. Like if somebody's calling themselves out or whatever, that's one thing. But there's a difference between calling yourself out and and celebrating and bragging about your pettiness. Well, and that's I think, what I see a lot of. Well, I think that it's 
another one. I don't see it one. as be, as uh, I do. I do see sometimes people go go too far, and it's not really necessary, and it doesn't really land. I see a lot of times when people are making like a petty statement or a petty statement based on an on an observation, but they that's not their regular. Thing, but they will, you know, say, you know, oh, uh, this is petty, but woo, 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 woo. like I, I, I see that, and I do understand. Like I have times when I'm having a petty moment or doing some petty or saying something petty, but that's not who I am. I'm not a petty person, and I would never do anything to hurt somebody. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about the act of being petty. Like I said, it's a human thing. Anybody can, I mean, you know, be petty or whatever. I'm, I'm still, I'm only talking about the fact that I see people celebrating it, Mm -hmm. you know, bragging about, and another, another, uh, another quality that I think is, uh, not something to be proud of that. I see people bragging about all the time, uh, having no filter. Oh, I have no filter. I have no filter. (laughs) Bitch, that means you have no self-control. That's not cute. That's not cute. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I have no filter. I just say, I I have no filter. What? You're you're a grown-ass person and you have no self-control? Like, anything that pops into your mind, you just say it? Like, whatever. That's, That's not cute. Yeah, I don't know. You don't need to be bragging about that shit. Like, I just don't... I don't like it. It's ridiculous. And I don't understand why people... I don't know if it's social media... If people have always been that way and just more aware of it because of social media, or I don't know if it's because of social media, people trying to look cute, or I don't know what it is, or people like somebody says it and it catches on, or I'm not sure what it is. All I know is I never noticed it before. I know it now, and I don't like it. Yeah. You just don't like when people brag? No. If you're bragging about something like your accomplishment or... You know, like if you got all A's or you made the dean's list or your kid did that or something like accomplishments, brag on. I will brag too. like, but or even if you if you did something good, you know, you brag about that. But bragging about things that you should be ashamed of, things that that's a flaw, something yeah. that you should be working on to improve. Like, nah, I don't no, nah, nah, I don't like that kind of bragging. No, that's ridiculous. And that shows me what kind of person you are, too. Mm. That's how I feel about it. Well, I can't say that I've I've seen the same thing. I have noticed that people say stuff like that, but I don't think that that's their true feelings. I just think that that's just what they're you saying. Think they're just saying it and they don't really mean it? No, I just think that they're just saying it because that's how they, how they feel at that moment. And that's just not how they feel 24-7. So, okay, so you never heard people talk about they have no filter? And they don't mean, and you don't think they mean that they say inappropriate things. And, and that's the reason why is because they have no filter and it's, you know, I've heard, I've heard people say that before, but I, I've also heard people say that they have no filter and that doesn't mean that they just say whatever, whenever it just, maybe it means that they're just real, they're honest, they're, you know, straightforward you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily that they just, you know, will just say anything, anytime, all the time, but maybe that they're just direct and straightforward and they'll, and they'll just shoot, shoot the shot straight. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know, I don't, and I, I hope that people would not be bragging about these things. That's, that's not something to brag about, but I'm going to start tagging. Every time I see somebody bragging, I don't know if I can, because some of them just like, uh, unless we're got, unless we have friends in common, I don't know if I can tag you, but I'm just going to start tagging you every time I see people talking about no filter and something petty or whatever. Right. Because <laughs> I have. I've used that. I've used the petty hashtag before under something that I've said or whatever. But I'm not like 
celebrating or bragging about it. It's just like, hey, I'm recognizing that what I've just said was petty and it is what it is. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. So um, now it is time for the four Ds. Dijon's mm-hmm. dating dude. Oh, excuse me. Not Dijon. Dijon's. De- you, you do realize in my defense that you've been saying like that forever that, that not, no not just that that like almost every place else in the world where there's a d and an e and a apostrophe is pronounced day like in france and like spanish and like almost everywhere day <laughs> that's yeah that's pretty much pronounced day yeah. you sure it's not pronounced de no. like dijon d-e no. de it's pronounced day de day you're saying day i know like that's de De, like D E, De. <laughs> Not Da. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> That's Da. De and Da. It's a, it's a, the. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> What? Right, whatever your name is, take it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What's up, world? It's your girl, Dijon, in the building. And you already know what time it is. I'm not here to play no games with Dino today about my name. You can call me what you want, Dijon, Dijon, DD. But one thing you got to know is I got the T. On the love advice, okay? Uh-oh. Yes, I do. Mm. So, spill it. Hello, I'm a GPS shoot through your love life real quick, okay? So, if you're listening here with me today, that means you made a right at master dating, a left at telephone etiquette, went straight up ass avenue, and now you here with me. Wow. <laughs> All right. So this week, I want to tell you guys about giving face. Ooh. You know. Going down south with the mouth. Head clinic. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Head. You know what I'm saying. Good old fashioned moral oral. Mm. And I know some people out there right now are listening to what me and Dino got to say and y'all got y'all faces turned up. I can see y'all. <laughs> I can see you. But don't worry. I'm going to help you guys out with that. All right. I know that a lot of people out there are not confident, but I hope after these tips, you feel more confident. And if you still need to practice, I encourage you to reach out to me. I won't charge you much, but I can definitely think I will help you out. All right. So here we go. So number one, when you are going to go downtown you know what i'm saying if you're feeling a little bit leery you know what i'm saying this is what i suggest you do inspect and protect okay that means check that thing out it's so important to do your own examination i know you're not a doctor or a nurse maybe you are maybe you are a doctor maybe you are a nurse but a lot of people not i'm not but guess what i'm still do an exam so that's what i do that's what i suggest you do okay go down there for your own sanity okay you don't want to be thinking like dang what was that did i even look blah 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 blah. look check it out there are so many things you can do to protect yourself oral condoms whatever you do but at least check the basics smells bumps drips all right those are all no-goes so check those things out number two after you've done your due diligence and you're about to get in, get into it, 
get into it all right don't be going down there like you got put on a timeout go down there like a champ like an animal in the jungle a lion or lioness get into it don't have a do you have a gag reflex well, guess what? Go find out. Be confident and most importantly, have fun. OK, don't be afraid. Attack that thing. Jump on it. Get in there. All right. Do do what you know you got to do. All right. Mm. Number three, if you have a phobia, fix it. If you have any hang ups, take it off the hanger. All right. Whatever your hang up is, there's a remedy. If it's too wet, have a towel. If it's too dry, wet it. If you think it's not clean, wash it. Take a sexy couple's bath. Anything you can do to set the mood and make you feel comfortable about the act. Because I know you enjoy it and you know that your partner will enjoy it. So let's compromise and make it happen okay also communicate let your partner know what you're expecting beforehand and ask what they're expecting and then set boundaries if you're not comfortable with you know certain acts or certain things that maybe you only want to suck on the tip you know what i'm saying maybe you only want to lick a little bit clear i don't know whatever it is communicate that with your partner so they don't try to just stick the whole thing in your mouth so that's what i'll do Dick so big it's like a foot is in your mouth <laughs> Because if you don't set no boundaries with me, I'm just going to sit on your face and hope you don't die because you didn't tell me nothing. So set boundaries with your partner. That is very, very important. Okay. But the most important part, and uh, it's a big part, and um, it's actually the part you've been working towards. Okay. The climax. Be prepared. Have a game plan. Be ready for what's about to happen, okay? Don't act surprised. Don't act like you just got shot with with uh with a twenty two. You grab your chest, grab your eye, and shit. <laughs> Don't be doing all the extra dramatics, okay? Take it like a champ or be prepared. You know what's gonna happen. Move your ass off the way or stop. I don't know, but whatever it is, be prepared for your partner to want you or want a nap, <laughs> okay? But when it happens, be prepared. Don't duck and cover, all right? Embrace it. <laughs> and I cannot stress this enough. Please, please, please out there, men, women, get on your knees or your stomach or your side, however you like to do it, it's fine. Just close your eyes after you checked everything out, of course, and enjoy it. Enjoy it. And who knows, you might just like it. You need a nigga that's going to put it in your mouth. Or a woman. <laughs> and that's it for me this week, you guys. Thank you so, so much. And always remember, if you guys have any questions, any tips you want to know about, do not forget to hit us up here at The Shiznit Show. You guys can reach out to us on our social medias here directly on iTunes, Spotify, Red Rock Network, everywhere that you can find us. And I will be glad to teach you what you need to know and help you guys out. Ooh, that was hot. Yeah, thank you. That was hot. <laughs> I told you, remember we had the guy yeah. he called in. And he no, just, I know. Yeah. I know, I knew so that, that, that shout out to our uh, to our listeners that came in with that question right there. So I hope that helps. And I hope y'all get some good head out there. That's I really enjoy it. So it was my pleasure doing this one. I, I had to do some research. So thank you guys out there for that. All right. <laughs> and now it's time for KJ's HQ.
Okay. So this week we do have a hypothetical again. We haven't had a hypothetical in a while. Mm. Dealing with real life stuff. You and your mate plan a couple's vacation with two other couples for one week. Couple number one pays for the entire week stay at a villa. Mm-hmm. Couple number two covers all the airline costs, and you and your mate pay for the rental car and food stock for six at the villa. One mate in couple number two has an accident the day before and can't go to have a surgery on their foot. They feel they should be refunded from the other couples for flight costs since they didn't go at all. Should they be? Hmm. So the scenario says that the person has an accident and can't. No, you don't get your money back. No, sorry. Yeah, I would say if you guys, first of all, let's talk about the way that they got this shit divided up. That's weird as fuck, right? <laughs> Super weird. Isn't that weird? It's so Who weird. Who does that? I don't know. Cause you cover like, your own expenses. Yeah, it's like now if now I have gone on trips <laughs> with couples and friends, whatever, and for whatever, because you know. Sometimes for logistics, it's easier if one person does it, the arrangements and puts it on their card or whatever else, and then you just divide everything. Right. But the cost of, you know, uh, airline versus, you know, accommodations versus food, they're so different. Right, right. It's not balanced that no. way. yeah. So it's yeah. just like, okay, if you want to have, if you want to divide the divide and conquer, you know, to make the planning easier so it's not all on one person, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But then, like, we just, as a matter of fact, a perfect example. When I went up a couple of months ago uh, to the Bay Area because my uncle passed away, mm-hmm. I went with my brother and my nephew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We rented a car and we would stay at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I covered the hotel. Mm-hmm. My nephew did the rent a car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I think my brother paid for gas. Mm-hmm. So when, we, when the trip was over, it was like, okay, I paid this much. Mm-hmm. And so you guys owe me, you know, one third of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And then my nephew told me one third of his total. And right. then my brother said one third of the gas total. Right. And that's how we how right. we did it. Uh-huh. So that it was actually equal, you know. So I don't understand why they're doing it this way. But anyway, that's not even the question. Um, I would think that if you guys as a group decided to not buy insurance, mm-hmm. trip insurance, airline insurance for any of this, any any parts of this trip. And somebody can't make it, then somebody just can't make it. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you weren't going with them, it and you still couldn't be that make way. it. You wouldn't get any money back from anybody. Mm-hmm. So why would you get any money back now? You know. And this also happened to me as well. Wow. When I went to New York um, a couple years ago, we were supposed to be going with two other couples plus one of the couple, and and the, the other couples were bringing like all the we 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 were leaving. We left Diane at home, mm-hmm. or we were planning to leave Diane at home. But my other friends were like bringing their the grown and half grown kids and all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> it was just this, it turned into this huge thing. I mm-hmm. was thinking it was going to be a six, you know, right. three couples, but Some it turned into this huge thing. Right. All, all these families or whatever. So we got accommodations for, you know, all these people. Mm-hmm. And um, we made, I changed the trip around, or whatever, to accommodate everybody. Now, it sucked that nobody made it. But I would say, like, to the credit of my friends, my friends are not crazy like this or whatever. Not like not one person tried to say, oh, I need my money back or whatever. Wow. You know, because they knew it was like, yeah, they, you know, they paid their money is non-refundable. That's the way the trip trip goes. Right. They can't make it. It sucks that nobody made it. It sucks that we also made concessions that we didn't need to make because mm-hmm. based on people who were coming and right. didn't even come. Right. And so now we were stuck doing some stuff that we didn't want to do. Ew. 
mm-hmm. and they didn't even show up. And we were staying in a freaking mini mansion. Wow, by, ourselves, by ourselves, you know. But it is what it is. But like I said, to my the the, the credit of the type of friends I have, because like I have good friends. Like I have those friends that when we go out and the bill comes and we do it, it was like too much money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Rather than those friends, there's like there's not enough money. Right, right. You know. So that's the kind of friends that I have. So, but yeah, it could have easily been a situation like this, but it, it wasn't. Nobody was like, and and like I said, out of out of over, like it, it was just me and my wife that mm-hmm. ended up going. Wow. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that's one reason why this this question resonated with me. I was like, oh, I could have that could have been me, you know. And I would never do this. No, me either. Ever. No. I would never split it up like this ever because no. because of this reason, because of that reason. People back out and people flake and yeah. people do all kind of of all kind of stuff and then they then they have the audacity to turn around <laughs> and, and ask you to give them money like like you didn't have to pay for something. Yeah. So Yeah. I won't. Yeah. I wouldn't even do it. If you want to yeah. go, we can get our stuff. We can coordinate to get our stuff at the same time or around the same time. Or I get mine and you get yours. And it all works out like that. But even sometimes that doesn't work. I had planned to go with a friend to New York. And mm-hmm. we were going to um, each pay. We were going to split the hotel costs. But we were going to each pay for our own airfare. Mm-hmm. And then she went. She bought her airfare and didn't even tell me. Mm. So I was like, well... Now there's no guarantee we're going to be on the same plane. There's yeah. no guarantee we're going to be sitting next to each other. I've never been to New York. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you tell me? Right. And so it just became like, then that was just like a whole big thing. So then I didn't, and so then I didn't go. So then she had to go by herself, but she didn't lose any money. Yeah. yeah. So I would, I would never divide it up like that, but no, you don't get your money back. You, you and your foot, you sit on it. <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know there you go okay now it's time for mail and feedback Uh uh-oh so our first letter comes from uncle powers Okay. And Uncle Powers, for those of you who don't know, Uncle Powers was actually a member of the show. Oh. Yeah, he's, yeah, way early on, he left probably around episode 20. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he was he was the sound effects guy originally, and uh, originally, he, originally he wasn't supposed to be on the mic. He was just supposed to uh, do the sound effects, but one of the, one of the co-hosts I had uh, wasn't able to make it, and he kind of sat in and then I couldn't get him off the mic. After that. Like, <laughs> he was like, forget that, you ain't taking my mic away. Right. Yeah, he liked talking too much. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's actually, he's a good friend in real life. Uh, we've been friends for many, many, many years. And uh, so this is from him, Uncle Powers. Been enjoying the show. Just wanted to say, I think Dijon is winning the battle of the taglines. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes and she says it with much flavor. <laughs> You are stirring up some shit, Uncle Powers. <laughs> really? I like Pips, too. It's succinct and to the point. And I actually Googled him, bitch, <laughs> just to see. The first result is his IMDB page, which was pretty impressive. Until I was until I also Googled Dijon and saw that she, too, had an IMDB hit. Plus, her Twitter, Model Mayhem, and Instagram comes up, too. Oh, shit. After Pip's IMDB page, it's just flowers and stuff having nothing to do <laughs> with him. <laughs> I'm calling it a win for Dijon. But uh, what's up, girl? It's your world. Oh, shit. Keep up the good work, y'all. Thank you, Uncle Power. 
nerve. Google me too, bitch. <laughs> I like that. Thank you so much. I didn't even know that shit. I'm about to Google my own damn self. Well, I wonder what the fuck else pop up underneath my fucking name. I hope no. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> now I'm worried. <laughs> I went from excited to nervous. <laughs> and so we have, I want to give a shout out to Tina Greenwood. She is a new fan, new super fan. She's been leaving, leaving feedback all over the place for us. Oh, thank you, Tina. She left us a five star. I, uh, I got to stop saying iTunes. It's called Apple Music now. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they changed it. It still says iTunes in places, but they're trying to go by, trying to rebrand. It's Apple Music now. That's what if you hear somebody talking about Apple Music, so that's stupid. that's what that's what iTunes is. So uh yeah, she left a five star review on Apple uh music and she left us a, a review with um uh or some comments with Jason and Mindy. Awesome. And uh she sent me some stuff in the in the the private chat and everything. that's actually where she found out about us. So shout out to uh, Jason and Mindy uh for uh, you know, shouting us out all the time. Yes, we love. love them. And also, make sure you guys check out their show, too. It's super dope, awesome, and you're going to love all the information that they give out. You never know what, what they're going to say. So, Tina is considered, they, they call her their number one fan. She's been riding with them through, like, five, six different name changes. And wow. Three, four different incarnations of the show, <laughs> like, for forever. Mm -hmm. So, and she knows them in real life and all oh, that. Cool. They they live near each other and work near uh, together and all that stuff. So, and she's, she's super cool, super sweet. I know her a little bit, just starting to get to know her because we've started chatting. And I also um, interacted with her a little bit when we're listening to the uh jason and mindy podcast live they mm -hmm. have a, a live chat where oh, we can wow. interact with each other as well as with jason and mindy oh that's cool and so uh that's where i first found out that she was listening to the show she she shouted out in the in, in, the, in the chat that she'd started listening because of uh you know jason and mindy's recommendation so okay so now i'm going to read uh okay so here is tina's uh itunes review is it's 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 very long but very flattering so it's great okay so i'm into the podcast Gave this one a shot from a recommendation of one of my favorite pods, insert shameless plug here, the Jason and Mindy <laughs> podcast, right? Uh, Mindy talks about Dino and the gang all of the time. I thought, okay, I'll give them a listen. I forgot about it. Well, they interviewed the amazing fearless leader, Mr. Dino Red. Oh, I Lord. loved his voice. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> right off. Uh, great voice for radio. Thought, yes, I really need to give his show a chance. Mm -mm. Was not disappointing. <laughs> he has two fabulous co-hosts, Ms. Dijon Monique. Thank you. And Mr. Pip Lilly. Google him, bitch. <laughs> These guys are funny. They cover all sorts of topics. They have fun little sound bites from super cool funk tunes that take you back to the 70s, etc. They break down racial barriers for the most part. They talk a lot about black issues. Well, duh, they're black. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> Conversations about the Irish and leprechaun. Right. See, white person making off-color remark about her own peoples. All right, Tina, go, girl. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're lighthearted. They've got an open, honest vibe that's refreshing. Pip is gay. Oh, wow. So what? He speaks about it. His world sometimes. Dino is happily married with a beautiful little girl and a father Aww. with uh, some medical stuff. Real life stuff. Miss Dijon, she's a hoot. She tells it like it is and just love it. <laughs> and I just love it. 
She's young and single and gives crazy fun dating advice sometimes. Okay, if you're still reading this way too long review, <laughs> stop. Download an episode. You won't regret it. Just pick one at random. You will laugh. It will brighten your day. It, will, it won't cost you a cent. Go on. Do it now. Do it. Right, do it. What are you waiting for? Awesome feedback. That was good. Yeah, she's she's left uh, someplace else. She said that she's uh, listened to about five shows so far, so she's kind of binging on us. Or awesome. I love when people binge. On Me us. too. I just that just does my heart so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you guys get to catch up, <laughs> and then you get to catch up and know everything that we're talking about. Yeah, and so. I, I just and I, I feel really proud and happy because one of my goals with the show was to make people's days easier while they're at work, you mm-hmm. know? So if she's binging, I imagine her either working or, or doing things around the house mm-hmm. or whatever, but she's using the show to help, you know, lighten her mood or, or help her day yeah. go by whatever. And that was my whole intent, you yeah. know? And so I really love hearing that and I love her and she's great. She's awesome. And I love Jason and Mindy and, yeah. and, and, and Stephanie and David. Yeah. You know, Stephanie and David really don't have nothing to do with this, but still, because <laughs> you just associ- love, I just love like bringing them up. Yeah. By, by association, <laughs> they're family, they're family, they're, you know, they're related to Mindy and, uh, and, Jason. Mindy and Jason. So, you know, why not? But um, yeah, so and and it's so great, and I, so we're so uh, grateful. Yeah. That, that they oh, yeah. Share the show and uh, put us out there like that so much, and other shows like Brand X and the Rare Science Network, uh, the the uh, what do you call it, the um, No Nonsense Show. Yeah. The great and all those people who help promote us. We appreciate it. Thank we you thank so much you for it. And, yes, uh, and make sure you guys check out those shows as well. Y'all know if we listening to them, then they gotta be good. So exactly. make sure you check them out too. But we want to thank you guys so so much for listening to our show. And don't forget, you guys follow us, follow us, follow us. We're everywhere. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Get out there, the Shizness Show. We are here every week. You guys can find a new episode for us every week. Listen whenever you want to listen to as many episodes or listen to the same one over and over and over if you want to. We don't care. Just <laughs> just do it, all right? And then leave us a comment. You can leave it on, I, or what is it, Apple Music? Because, you know, they just bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, or go directly to our uh, Red Rock Network and go ahead and take a listen. So thank you, guys. That's right. So for uh, Deja Monique. Just a girl in the world. For uh, Pip Lily. Google me, bitch. <laughs> you can Google us, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm Dino Red saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.